Yantif, uh, depending if I'm in the country. I'm in the country, we'll do it, although we have proven from Tisha B'Av, due to Tzaddik's help, that I don't have to be in the country either. Uh, so uh, we'll see, but, uh, but we hope to uh, respond in somewhat of a timely fashion. But I'm glad we're uh, getting in this year. Let's continue this handout that we're going through, the basic Makaris and the and the Beisesif and the, the Torah, the Prisha, will be the building blocks of the entire Sugis. We have to do this very carefully. Uh, let's go to page five. We're just uh, skipping around a little bit. I'm going to go back to the one we missed. <coughs> page five for the three bottom lines in the Beisesif. Kasa Ba'aguda. You see that? Three, uh, three lines on the bottom. Four lines on the bottom. Page five. Kasav Aguda Perek Metaimnin. Ha'adolisha Baal Kanafayim. Famous Misa. Alisha was a courageous Yid who was Misa Nefesh for what he believed in. And they made Xera among many other Xeras, not to keep any Mitzvahs, which they're aiming at, not to wear Tefillin. Tefillin was worn by Jews all day until uh, relatively recent times. And we just cut it down to davening because we're worried about guf nakiyim and machshavas nakiyas. But then on Madrega, they walked around with tefillin. We're going to have to get used to that. I assume we're going to go back to the Madrega. You can't just see a yid in the street. You're going to be wearing uh, tefillin. That's what you could do with it. The famous Maestro of Levi Yitzchak. It's good for you before you have Kippur and Malam Yitzchus. Levi Yitzchak was once with another uh, uh, yid and he came upon a... Uh, a third yid who was changing the tire of his carriage. These tires always got stuck in the mud and they got ruined. And, and he was changing the tire with his tefillin on. Apparently the yid was still wearing tefillin. So the, uh, the fellow said to Levi ah, feh, changing a tire with it. That's a muddy job. Changing the tire with his tefillin on. And Yitzchak said, ah, me kamchi Yisrael. Even when they change tires, they think of a Kaddish Baruch so there's two ways of looking at everything. And uh, it's going to be an interesting set of halachas, loss of love. What can you do when you're wearing tefillin? Um, if a mice arrived, you can change tires, right? Is that, uh, it sounds like funny, like you change a tire in tefillin. So is that a design? Is it not a design? I'm not saying we're passing from the story. I'm saying that uh, we have to get used to the concept. And they had this gzera that they can't wear tefillin. And they, they wore it anyway because it was Shasa Shmad. Now, keep in mind, for a mitzvah's assay, you don't have to be medicine efficient. It might be also, depending on who you are and the circumstances, who has to take a stand, the God will be sold to take a stand. For mitzvah's assay, you don't. Child is why. Either because mitzvah's assay is more called than a less assay. We're going to get to shoelaces later on in the sugya. Or because they can vote to you for mitzvah's assay anyway, they just take away the tulin. So you won't accomplish anything. If they, if they take out a gun and say, eat chazer, in front of ten yidin, it's Nakdash of Sobhan In front of uh, even one yid Shas Ashmad, it's a Chiv Yahar Bayar. So, what are you accomplishing? The answer is you might get killed, but you didn't need the Chazer. So, who won? So, you won. By the Tulin, they could grab the Tulin from you and then kill you. So, then you're not, you take a stand, you're not, you're not necessarily accomplishing anything. If, if a person feels for the, for the dar is needed to make an example, it's not, then it's Mutter. So he, with great uh, bravery, walked around Tefillin, even though it was dangerous, he might get caught. And then somebody saw him and he started giving chase and he started running away. And he was running and running and then he caught him 
And a second before he got there, he took off the tefillin. So why is he allowed to take off the tefillin? The answer is because the mitzvah is not Yehav Vayavar, and he already was brave enough, he already did something which is already a, a chiddush. And they took off the tefillin, and the Roman soldier said, what do you got in your hand? And he said, just some birds, you know, going to the, going to the shuk. And he opened his hand, and that birds. One of the reasons why we have the many by tefillin, that wrap it on both sides, to look like the wings, to this uh, story. So, let's go back to... Um, what the uh, Guda wants in the story. Uh, you take tefillin off. Remember, Simon Kufna Zion is one Simon about Yehav uh, Maybe we should do it once, maybe in tandem uh, with this sugya, because a lot of it is is from uh, You can't even change a minute. You can't even change a malbush. You can't change a shoelace. If we have a particularly Jewish shoelace, which we'll get to, that's black and conservative, and they have big, flashy red shoelaces, you can't switch. That's uh, it's not directly the race, uh, becomes the race of Chukosayim, but you can't even change a minute. So taking off tefillin, L'chaira, is changing a minute because you didn't walk around in tefillin. They did it all day. So what right does he have to take it off at the last moment? He's now looking like a guy. When you walked around that tefillin, you look like a guy. Interesting, the Gemara Tainus, which we're going to get to later, it talks about different people in government circles who are dealing with Goyim to save Yidin, who are allowed to violate Chukosayim Lesalech, they weren't violating it. They had a heter, we'll see what the heter is. And one of the mice was a Yid who was in the Shuk, the, the, all those stories in Tainus where Elio would say, that's a Ben Olam Haba. And he ran after the guy, the guy wasn't wearing tzitzis, he was wearing big red shoelaces. And he said, like, my ma'asecha, I, I, just, I just heard from Eliyahu, you're Jewish, like, what do you do? So he explained to him, I, I dress like this because i got to get into the prisons and help out all of you, and it's a whole, uh, it's a whole operation. So he had a heter, Shaila's the heter only because of fascists, there's another heter we'll get to, but the havmin over here, that's the good, that's to point out, is that walking around with that tone is looking like a guy. So what is his heter to take it off? So he says, again, Kosova Guda, over there, there were Yidin. Many Yidin walk around Tulin all day. But if you saw a Yid without Tulin, it wasn't a telltale sign it wasn't a Yid. They took it off, went to the bathroom, they changed the guitar, if that's Motu's also, whatever he's doing. If you see a Yid without Tzitzis, it looks Motu's, because Tzitzis, wearing Abakonfis is a Yid that we do to put on Abakonfis and Chayvin Tzitzis. Then they have Begodim at Abakonfis, and the Begodim required Tzitzis. So if you want to wear Tzitzis, it might look like a guy. Here, there wasn't a telltale sign. It was just most Yidin had it, and so he didn't. Now you're changing from black to red. Dafka, this next two lines are very important. Unfortunately, we're very not gay during the Holocaust. Uh, there are many truths about this. Aser. He says, when they know he's Jewish already, and now he's dressing up like a guy, it's a little like Kaifer, he's turning his back on the Jewish people, and he wants to be like the guy. Anybody uh, figure out what that word is from the Taich, uh, I mean, but it means some, some guy should dress. This is a guy who they didn't know he was Jewish in the first place. He's dressing up in a certain dress that's very Goyish in a different place, different town. So they're not going to recognize it's Yankel the tailor. So then that's Mutter, because not a Chil Hashem. If he looks like a guy, because everyone looks like a guy. They didn't know he was Jewish in the first place. Shlevin Shehudi, Bezer like a Chil Hashem. 
Now, the reason, obviously, you can figure out this is so important in the Holocaust. Many people did this. Some people even, Shai's uh, can't dress up mamash like a galach. Rav Oshri has a tshuva, many of these tshuvas, and it's Shai's tshuva with Melamakim. He has a tshuva about the, the passports. If you hadn't stamped, uh, I think it was AK, which the K stood for a Christian. That's already, so then, and the other one, the other passport said Jude, if you had a passport at all. And then they, uh, you were in big trouble. So you're allowed to get a Galicia passport, which was the, what most people did. So if you're getting a passport from Guatemala, or Cuba, or something like that. I don't think they printed, but the Polish president, the other things had a thing, and the and the symbol stood for that. And he says that it's mutter because it's Rashi Tevis, and you know you can mean you can think it means something else. And then Makar, that is Ramah. The Ramah says you could. They ask you if you're Jewish, you could say no, which in German means one thing, and in a different language means another thing, and. And just because they touch like that was a chiddush nifla, because if you say something, Sheka, usually if you say something which you know 99 of 100 people, 100 people understand it one way, but you had something else in mind, normally you call that Sheker, and it is. But here, if it's not blatant Sheker and it could have another touch, then even that's mutter. Over here, it's an easier hetter. They never knew you Jewish in the first place. It's not like he suspects you're Jewish, he's asking you you're Jewish. He blends in with the Goyim. So that's, that's fine. The passport was more of a Shaila, because Mamish saying that he's a different religion, and a religion that's what is our for us. And eventually you had a hetter even on that, and it was, uh, it was used a lot, and they, they put the children, many, um, that's the Shaila with the two Machlekes, the Machlekes with the two Rabbanim of the Tower in York, which we have the kin about. One world held, you should shech them before the church bursts into the room, which is happening any minute, and takes them away and baptizes them. And the other Rav said, they're not by mitzvah, and it's not our problem. And there's no clear kapsak. The way the story ends is that uh, he was screaming at him, don't kill them, and they're going to catch you, and they caught a Rav, and they tortured him, the other one survived. That's not a raya, that one was right and one was wrong. Some run the story like that. that but it was a machlekes. It's not a shayla, but they're not by mitzvah, not anything. Shaylis should... An adult be returning on a Shama Halid back to Shamayim rather than let it fall into the hands of most people who went to the church, never came back. In World War II, some came back. So that's a, that's a Syria Shailah, but uh, Lamaisa, we hold, you could put him there, and the kids automatically were, uh, were put there. I was, um, I just, I was visiting my grandmother, and I saw a, a book I never saw on a table, and a family member who's a cousin who's in his late 80s now wrote up the whole story about the uh, Holocaust and how we survived. I never heard, I, tangentially, the story sounds vaguely familiar. I never saw it. He had pictures and everything. And they put him in France uh, with, a, with a Christian family. And uh, he was there for three years. And they uh, went to church every Sunday morning. And he was uh, seven years old. And they, they, they had to, or else they would, the Nazis would come and catch them. And even with all the, the disguises and everything, they still caught many of them. Um, and they were uh, they were most nefesh, and they gave him back. Once they were most nefesh, they didn't give him back. Weren't most nefesh. They they held this their ticket to uh, their ticket to Gehenim, but uh, they they they, they hopped the Jewish. But these people did it because they felt it was the right thing to do. And they um, his sister, who was hiding somewhere else, came to get him afterwards, and they gave him up right away without a fight, which is uh, the best best ending it happened. And he grew up from came to came to New York, came to Crown Heights, and uh, and uh, moved in with my grandparents. The rest is history. But that was, uh, that, that's the best ending you can have from these stories. Is it also if it doesn't come back? That's the Smachlik But uh, we, we, we assume that he's not, it's not Machlik Zishayim. The Altus That's a very important question which doesn't have an easy answer. Many people are quick to say it's a Shah uh, and their right is that the, uh, 
the Nazis Marshmallow used to take special pleasure in torturing from people and beard cutting ceremonies and things like that and making them work extra and giving them soup on Yom Kippur and all that. All that's true. With that said, it's clear that the <coughs> orders from above, Hitler Marshmallow, had nothing to do with religion because the people claimed they converted to Christianity years ago and their father did and you were one-eighth, whatever his equation was, it didn't help you one bit. He didn't care. He wasn't trying to convert people uh, because the ones who did already said, we're a Christian, why are you taking us away? And it didn't help. So that, I think that's a bigger right that it was not a Shah Sashmat and this Nafkamin is very important. Uh, if they're trying to make them eat treif, so to have a general Shah Sashmat, I don't think it's push it is. The Shailis, let's say in Auschwitz, they Dafka lined everybody up and gave double portion soup on Yom Kippur for Simakufan and Zion, Shasashmat is one reason you have to, a person has to get killed for anything. But then there's Natasha Seven A in front of ten Jews. And that they did in front of now the Ada. You don't need Shasashmat to have a Khivi Havayara on that. That was uh, they're doing a Dafka to make him violate his, his religion. That that won't my terrorists won't help for that. But so that's the you do the case of classic case in the Gemara, which he's quoting is changing the shoelace. Changing the shoelace doesn't sound like it's a whole what? Uh, yeah, either one of the two. But it's not because of this. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be because. Yeah, yeah. The they use the example is a shoelace. You have to get killed. It's not a shoelace. It's it's the, they want you to change. They want you to look good. That's so his chiddush is is that if you don't know you're Jewish in the first place, then there's nothing wrong because then it's not a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, so, but that's his that's his heter, and, and it was used a lot. Yeah. When we say uh, what do we mean? What, what, what would we so we're we're gonna the definition we have so far is either something that's involved in pretzis or something that's rooted in kishu for vodazar, and they can't explain the reason. And we're gonna hazard that now because we're gonna go into it further. So we're gonna you got you got to be here for the next uh, eight weeks to uh, figure that out. Uh, it's gonna be we're gonna get some of it now, but uh, but that's that's the precise definition is gonna take us a while to. Uh, I don't want to say uh, what I used to say, so we're not gonna we're not gonna nail it down. That might be also we're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna clarify it. Uh, let's go right now. As a matter of fact, to the Dakimesha, we're gonna give you a quick uh, chazara of the of some of this ideas that we had so far and add a few details. Uh, right in the bottom there, Dakimesha, Al-Kasavaram, Perakhan Dabarazar, Tulasa Teira El-Achok Abarazar Advaram Shalhevel U Patelu, which means things that uh, have no reasonable explanation, in which case we're, Cheshesh is rooted in these things, Kulon Yesh Ben Tzarek Al-Azar, Advaram Shaltam Shari, Lachain Tzarek Al-Malachim, Lachim 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 uh, garments and uh, and possessions of a king, and that was considered an unbelievable covet. Why is it a covet? So it's similar to uh, if a great uh, ball player uh, retires, they retire his number. Why they retiring his number? At uh, you know, twenty-two. So why nobody keeps twenty-two anymore? He says covet. You don't use uh, that belongs to. Uh, Babe Ruth or whatever, I don't know what his number is. That's, uh, I have to go back to Babe Ruth to see how much I know about him. Probably wasn't anybody since then. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, so they retire his number. So, I'm just using that example because otherwise the, the modern context, when I say, why would you burn? This is like expensive stuff, these royal gowns. Why would you, why would you burn them? The answer is to show the king is dead. 
even though we have a new king, but no one's going to fill his shoes, so we burn everything, and we don't burn his abadim, obviously, we don't, uh, the, 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 the clothing and things like that, is what we get rid of. It's an expensive proposition, but it's for covered, and we do it. Now, the Goyim also did it that. So the Gemara bavarns the problem, but why isn't that dark Amir? Why isn't that Chukasem? The whole ceremony, it's all burning. The answer is, why are they burning it? Because it made sense, it showed covered. It's logical, so that's why we do it. So that's the head that we started with. Why do we catch up an apple pie? It's because it tastes good. So that's not going to be an answer of Chukasem. That's the example he's giving here. Nobody else should use it. That's why um, the, 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 the Malka didn't get remarried, the same reason. Which we saw, if it's not apparent, he's doing something strange. You're just doing it to copy Goyim, which is what we're trying to avoid. Why else would you do this Peladika thing? I mentioned to you this example is coming. If a doctor wants to put out his shingles, so how does he do it? So they didn't have, uh, I guess doctors made house calls then, so they didn't have shingles with offices. Or maybe they did, but they wanted to wear a cape as they were walking around. It's a further advertisement, and they wore this special cloak, which they still do today. Uh, I, I used to think uh, before uh, you get to know why they're really wearing it, that it was just to keep them clean. Doctors work in the OR and they need to get dirty. That's not why they wear the cape. That's a good reason. Also, they wear it as an advertiser. Haraya in the OR, they wear much more elaborate plastic, you know. There are better ways to keep clean. So they wore it partially as an advertisement. Shunasa Mumcha Brufuas, this is the hetero I mentioned, possibly by the caps and gowns. It shows you attained a certain status. But Tchilo Levish Malbush Kamin Kappa, it's cape. To show he reached this level in Chachmah. He has a direct thing, whether it's money, covered, whatever it is, but there's a, there's a Torah that's explainable. He'll get fame and fortune, and everybody knows he's a good doctor. People have a, a problem, a sickness will come to him. Minig Hasheni. Something that's not rooted necessarily in a Vodazar Kishan for the like. It's things that are inherently preachistic in nature. Again, as I mentioned last week, preachers doesn't mean always the length of the dress. Or thing. It means things that are showy, flashy, gaivadik. the came and changed the shoelace. They had red ones. We have black ones because black is more humble, less fleshy. Shows humility. We'll get back to that in about a month. What's the, with the getting dressed in black and going to a different city if you want to do an Avera? Uh, it's a big shayla. What that Gemara what the point of that Gemara is, but What's it's supposed to engender humility. Um, if it's black and they're wearing it for the same reason we wear it, then it's fine. As a matter of fact, in law firms, it used to be, before dress down, maybe it's coming back, uh, it was white shirt, dark, black or dark suits, and the funerals, they still wear black. That's not answer for us. We wear black because it's, Humble and it's somber, and you know, so that's the same reason they're wearing it. And they understand that, interestingly enough. To a Levaya, they're not wearing red. 
They're wearing black. Right? Why is that? But Evans says black. You really want to be serious. Then that's what you wear. So, uh, so then that's uh, together with the apple pie and the uh, ketchup and the seifer al malachim. Does that mean there's a problem wearing a bright colored suit, for instance? It's again, bright colored is relative. I, you know, you look around here in Shul, everybody's, maybe the rubber's wearing black, everybody's either wearing black or navy or, you know, no one's wearing yellow. Uh, why is there a good reason for that? <laughs> because it's not, not because it's not yeshivish, it's not yeshivish because it's not, uh, you know, that's, it's fleshy, we're not trying to do this. But, and it, we don't, it's not a cover thing, we don't, especially Shabbos Yantiv, it's not a cover thing. Now, we can certainly, I think every community can certainly probably maybe think about an upgrade in some casual wear that they wear to davening when they stand on a Sunday, the Minyanam. That needs a little chizik sometimes. Because what's the difference? It's not Shabbos Yantav. Okay, he's not wearing a suit, but he's still davening. So yes, you can sometimes have somebody come in uh, yellow, you know, and um, he's coming. Good news, he's coming to Minyan. <laughs> he's about to go somewhere to him coming to my game. Okay, so then maybe we should build in campus as a constant problem with the Bachar. We, we try to build with the schedule that whatever you're doing during activity, during activity, and you come to davening like a bench, which is... Uh, try to be strict on, but that 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 always needs a little chizik. Uh, but but the black is certainly uh, understood even by the guy in my belief. Conservative colors, yeah. What if you're wearing something to be cool? So you're wearing a jersey with soft. That's uh, exactly what color. we're trying. Well, if you wear a T-shirt which has some hilaria on it at a concert, holding a mic uh, with a big happy hippie head of hair, and uh, then that's exactly that's exactly the problem. Certainly, to davening, uh, but even stop. Who could say if you're trying to identify with their loud, preachistic thing? It's not a din only in length of skirts or even colors. I think that's a, that's a problem. You're identifying with uh, now. There's a lesichanim issue with putting uh, big posters of baseball, hockey, football stars on your walls. You can't compliment goyim. Uh, Akum is still usher, and uh, I, I, I tell the kids they, this is a real. This is not. People hear this like, oh, what kind of, this is America. I said, you can come in all you want. You could say, what an incredible throwing arm a Kosh Baruch who gave that man, Mamish Niflis, a berry. If you bring a Kosh Baruch into the picture and you're talking about the breeze, go, that's fine. Most kids don't talk like that. That's the, that's the problem. Uh, so that's, um, you know, one, one uh, I remember in camp, I was talking about this, and one, one Baruch came to me years later. He says, you know, amazing. Rabbi Belsky just gave a share in Lezichan. He said the same exact thing. I said, why is that? I said, if you hear a share from anybody who learned the Sugya, this is a... Kosh Baruch doesn't want us idolizing. That's the word idol. <coughs> straight, but Hashem doesn't want us copying that culture. So if you have uh, the Hilaria on, the, uh, on, your, on your shirt or any other, that's... Uh, now, can you have a Pepsi or Coke logo? I don't want to take sides. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a popular t-shirt the answer is yeah why do you have that you like coke hey, okay. I'm not saying it's uh, but uh, I, you know that's not it's not a low economy issue you're not picking on a person and it's not particularly pizza unless it's a red one with the then maybe it's a little bit uh, over the top but you have to you have to don each one it's a, it's a, it's a difficult yeah what about a tuxedo Tuxedo, I don't think it's a problem because it's not worn, it wasn't worn by the clergy and it was considered fancy dress. I've known a few. I, um, <coughs> I, I, I think, uh, yeah, it was my grandmother quoted twice in the same shoe. Um, very wise 
elderly, almost elderly lady. She's only 99 uh, right now. Quite sharp as a whip. She keeps getting sharper and sharper every year she ages. So uh, when I first came in with a kapata, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, so she smiled. She said it jokingly. She says, oh, says, I was waiting for you to get a Prince Albert. She said, what? <laughs> so she says, that's a Prince Albert. I said, no, it's a capote. He says, I assure you, it's a Prince Albert. You can call it a capote if you want. <laughs> she knows what a capote is. She saw them before I was born. Uh, but she was just, she also knows history. And, uh, so that's not, um, if it's fancy and this is considered dignified, then that's where it came from. And it happens to be, we're going to get into, not now, after Sukkis, <coughs> where the Hidra, uh, Chumrah, the Chesidim, they dafka wear, Bekash, things like that, which, where they get that from, and why they dafka looking not like the Goyim, that's going to be a major machlekes here, what the Ramah means, but what they did, historically, is very interesting, they took Levushim from the Goyim after it was out of style 150 years. And then they adopted it. So the Prince Albert is not in style, and now wearing his kapotas. I don't, so you're saying, should dafka go and wear, but the Goyim wear? No, but that wouldn't be also if it just considered something that's Classy, I want to have a black tie affair, and uh, you want to do it and cost everybody a lot of money, which is a shadow of the Haver. But uh, it's annoying sometimes. You get those uh, people want to do it, they understand they like a nice affair. Uh, I've had people complain to me, they were moaning and groaning, they got a thing, black tie affair, and they called up. So sometimes it just means like the Chasen is going to be wearing it, maybe the Shver and the Machutin. And a couple of them, they, they were really makbed, not really in these circles uh, too much. And he said, I got to spend money renting. They didn't send a check with the invitation, go rent a tuxedo. <laughs> so Shaila, okay, so if they're all friends, and they're all masking, and they have some echos and call that way, it's not awesome. No, no, I don't think it's awesome, just, uh, just fancy. Um, let's just finish the last few lines here. Um, the first one line is Sneez. Then they saw Leah's other love, which was a shocker, Maral Khanal, a shift with Kamashama, Mishas, Gabalov, Yobashar. Hein Ned Yisrael, the Shar, Hein Doldover, Shudder Shachat. Shachat is like in your face, but Gaiva. Hori, Kiain, Zer, Hailak, Bayaka, Hailak Yakov, Aval Minik, Shneg Yisrael, Malbush, Vagayan, Malbush, Acher, in Ain, Isa, she is all Murray, Esau, and Sneez. But if we have a dress and they have a dress and ours is not more Sneez than inherently, you can wear a suit. They're wearing suits, you can wear suits. They're wearing a tux, you can wear a tux. Whether consciously or subconsciously, you're trying to do it to look like them and copy them. Like the cape of the doctor and perhaps the caps and the gowns. And we'll... Go into this, Amit Hashem, after Sukkot, and just uh, look out for the email.